0: What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. Welcome to the show and uh, happy Friday. I hope you guys have had a good week. Um, in this episode, I wanted to tailor it more toward the student athletes that would be listening to this. Um, you know, I've, I've kind of lived that life. I've been in your sh- your shoes. I was fortunate enough to be able to play uh, baseball in college, played at the University of Michigan. And um, I think really what I wanted to be able to communicate, and I don't I don't know that I'm going I don't know that this is gonna go well, but I feel obligated to try because I have a lot of regrets on how I handled those really formative years of my life. And as we all know, time seems to go by quicker and quicker as you get older. And you look back in hindsight's twenty twenty and I look back on those times and the time that I spent in high school and college and I I did not take advantage of the opportunities that were in front of me. And I was singularly focused on baseball, right? I always had the idea, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be, um, you know, a professional baseball player, no doubt. Uh, I'm going to be good enough. I'm going to be that guy. You know, I'm, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you guys know who Bartolo Colon is, you'll appreciate it. You know, I, I was going to be the guy that's 42 years old, pitching in the major leagues, you know, big sexy. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are baseball fans, you'll find that, you'll find that funny. Um, I digress there. I always thought, you know, I was going to go to the league, I'm going to play for forever and I'm going to ride off into the sunset. Cool. That's going to be my career. Growing up, nobody ever talked to me about what is my life actually going to look like whenever my career ends. Whether it's high school or college, for me it was college. For some people it's professionally. You know, you're going to go play professional baseball or football or basketball or whatever whatever it is at some point that is going to come to an end and best case scenario you're going to play till what 40 years old and what are you going to do after that you've got another 40 years at a minimum you're going to be living life you know and there's <laughs> there's only so many uh, margaritas you can drink while you're sitting on a beach you know regardless of how much money you make at some point you're going to get bored and say what the hell am i going to do with my life now Right? Like, like nobody that is that competitive that they're going to play until they're 40 years old, make millions of dollars. Nobody that has that approach mentally is going to ever be able to sit on a beach and drink margaritas and moses all day long in quote unquote retirement. Like at some point you're going to get bored and you're going to say, what the heck am I going to do with my life and my time? And so, you know, that's, that's what I wish I would have, somebody would have Taken me by the shoulders and said, look, you really need to think this through. Because yes, you do need to have a singular focus from a from your sport perspective, let's say. And by singular focus, I don't mean let me let me clarify that. Singular focus meaning that, you know, if you've seen um, those NCAA commercials, they're like the majority of people are gonna go the majority of college athletes are gonna go pro in something other than sports right and you're always i was always the guy and you're always the person that's like well yeah they're talking about the other guy not me like i'm i'm going to be the 1% that makes it cool you do need to have that focus if you're going to be able to make it to the next level and so i'm i am in full support of that but what i would encourage you to do and what when i think back to who i was and what i did and how i spent my time outside of baseball that's where i'm ultimately concerned with high school kids and college kids who are student-athletes. Because, at least from my experience, I was only focused on baseball. Like, I was a brutal, brutal high school student and college student, right? Like, my high school GPA was, like, 2.85 at, a, at not an academic powerhouse, right? I had a 2.85 GPA in high school, and I had a 2.45 GPA in college, Okay. I clearly was not focused on my studies. Now, the caveat is, I also don't think that that's like the key to your long-term success and happiness. Cool. Totally get that. But what I am trying to say is that there is more to life than your sport. And that's so important for young adults to realize and recognize. And, you know, it was hard for me. I don't know that I had anybody really communicate it to me in a way that I got it. I probably had people say it to me. I'm sure I heard it that like, hey, there's more to life than your sport or what are you going to do after? Like, I get it, cool. But it never actually resonated with me. It never got through my skull that, oh yeah, I I probably should think about what I'm going to be doing with my life outside of athletics. Because even in a best case scenario world, I'm going to get bored. What the hell else am I going to do? And I think for me, when I think back to this, You know, in college, let's say, let me just give you an example. In college, you know, we worked out all the time. We had conditioning. We had practice. You can only spend so much time on your sport. Like your body's going to break down if you go to the gym anymore or run, run more or throw more. Like you're physically limited in the amount of work that you can put in on a daily basis. So somehow doing that and going to school, I was still able to find, I don't know, two to four hours a day to play video games. there's time in the day to focus and spend, spend time and hours pursuing other things of interest to you. And it's cool. I get it. You want to play video games. You want to hang out with your friends, college, especially it's, you know, for most kids, it was for me first opportunity out of the house. You have freedom. You want to take advantage of that. You're kind of figuring out who you are. You're hanging out with friends. You're having a good time. Cool. Got it. I'm fully on board with that. What I am trying to communicate, though, is that it wasn't until after college, literally until until the spring of my fifth year, senior year, that I realized, hey, this baseball thing is not going to work out. You know, I, um, when I was... Um, I was drafted out of high school uh, by the D- Detroit Tigers, and I wanted to go to college, so I went to college. I was... Um, had an opportunity to sign with the Chicago Cubs as a free agent after my junior year, decided I want to come back for a senior year, came back for my fourth year senior year. I had the, in the fall, I had the MLB scouting director for the Midwest. I sat down with him in our uh, baseball stadium, and he told me that I was his number one pitcher in the Midwest. So I'm, you know, in my fourth year senior year, about to go into the season, and the MLB scouting director said, "You're, you're my number one pitcher in the Midwest by rankings. And I go into my senior year, fourth year senior year, and I end up having shoulder surgery. So then I come back for a fifth year and I suck. And so in the blink of an eye, I went from, you know, not on top of the world, but, you know, number one pitcher in the Midwest, even as a senior, if, if you know anything about baseball in, in the draft, um, when you go into college, if you if you forego going directly to the pro, to the minor leagues right out of high school. You have to go to college for a minimum of two years and you can get drafted again after your second year if you are 21 years old by the time of the draft. Or you go, uh, you're able to get drafted after your junior year. And so sophomores and juniors who are drafted have a lot more leverage. So I wouldn't wouldn't have had a ton of leverage being a senior. So You know, I might have been a decently high draft pick. I'm going to make it to the pros. I'm going to be playing pro ball. And then who knows what can happen from there to shoulder surgery, coming back, being terrible and being thrust into the real world. And I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life, with my career or anything. And that was kind of a long way around getting to what I was going to say is that I didn't realize until literally... I'm graduating college and getting into the real world that I'm actually pretty interested in a lot of other things in life. Like I'm really interested in business and entrepreneurship and building things, right? Like I always grew up playing with uh, Legos and building model cars and I always liked building things like that. But it wasn't until after college that I realized like, I actually kind of like this. Like I have a a real uh, interest and curiosity and motivation in business and in sales in particular. And I had never exposed myself to those things up to that point. So I'm like 23 years old, 22, 23, whatever it was when I graduated. I had spent no time thinking about or trying out or testing or learning or educating myself on what I was going to do after my career. It was just all baseball. Cool. Great. You do need to have that focus. But at the same time, you can have more than one thing of interest in life. And what I wish somebody would have told me at a younger age is start trying things out in the business world, in the career world, identifying and trying different things to find out what you're interested in, what you like, what you would be drawn to, what you would uh, what you would want to spend your time doing after baseball ends. Because who knows when it's going to end for me, or who knows what's when it's going to end for you. And it ended for me abruptly, and I flat out wasn't prepared for it. You know, I went through four, five years of college. I didn't learn hardly anything. I barely passed my classes, 2.45 GPA, like not impressive in the classroom. You know, nobody told me, hey, why don't you go talk to somebody in the business school? Why don't you get connected with the right people that can change your life after baseball's over? Like, that never happened. It wasn't even on my radar of something to do. Like, all I was focused on was sports and having a good time with friends. And that was it. And so, you know, I, I'm doing this episode tailored at those kids because I've been there. And, look, you know, it's all good. It really is. Like, it's all good. I'm in a good position now. Um, you know, VP of sales for a medical device company. Um, so that's great and all. But I just think back to where I would be right now if I had started figuring those things out at a younger age. You know, instead of playing four hours of video games a day, maybe cut it to 30 minutes and then spend time doing something that I'm interested in. Going and meeting with somebody in the business school or in who knows what. Getting connected to people that are powerful people that could really have changed my life overnight by having that one relationship you know, finding an internship with somebody that runs a business. There's so much opportunity, especially when you're in an environment like that. You know, I was at a, one of the best academic institutions in the country. I'm at the University of Michigan, great business school, and I didn't connect with anybody while I was there. Like I did not capitalize at all on my opportunity when I had it, because if I would have gone to somebody at the business school, let's say, and said, hey, look, you know, I'm captain of the baseball team here, and I wanted to talk to you about something. Just for the sheer fact of me being an athlete there, like right, wrong, or indifferent, gives me some credibility and some access to people that I otherwise wouldn't have had. And I didn't take advantage of it at all. And I'm not saying that, like, you may not be in that position. That's fine. I'm not saying that that's, like, the only thing to do. But spend your time wisely outside of your sport. I'm not saying don't focus on it. You do need to have like the hardcore focus if you're going to make it to the next level. The 1% that actually do make it have that focus. Now, 85% of the kids have that singular focus and 84% of them don't make it, right? (laughs) Or whatever the numbers would be. So I'm not saying don't have that 1% focus on your sport if you want to advance to the next level. But what I am saying is that there's so much time in the day. There's so much opportunity outside of sports that most kids are not taking advantage of. And I certainly wasn't. And I don't know how I, I don't know how somebody could have broken through my skull and really connected with me on that when I was in that, in that age, kind of in that stage of life, I should say, you know, I I don't know that this is really the right way to do it, but it's, (laughs) it's, let's say my first attempt at it. But if you're in you know, high school or college and you wanna athletics, you want athletics, you wanna play at a high level, you wanna go professional or whatever whatever that looks like for you, that's fine. I am all for it and I am your biggest fan for you to be able to do that. At the same time, you've got to plan for when things don't go that way. Either worst case scenario, it doesn't work out for you the way you want it, or even best case scenario, where you play till you're forty years old, you still have the rest of your life to figure out what you're gonna do. And there's it's The best thing you can do is start experimenting, start trying things out, start figuring out what you're interested in outside of sports. Don't allow that to be the only thing that defines you because it certainly was for me and I did not take advantage of it. So I hope that in some way you could be motivated to, um, to branch out, to do something different, to consider spending your time a little bit more wisely outside of your sport and whatever else you have going on. I hope this is helpful in some way. Um, and, uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me, Colby at medical sales certification.com. I'd be happy to, to, uh, talk to anyone individually about that in my experience. And, and if you have individual questions or individual, um, you know, thoughts or advice you'd like, like me to, to be able to give to you, you know, I'm happy to do that. And really, you know, one of the things that I'm have put together or, currently am putting together is the medical sales certification program. And it's a free program online that teaches people about medical sales. You know, there's, this isn't, uh, this is something that I am putting together for people. And I think it's really geared ideally for people like that, that are student athletes who want to learn how to grow themselves, grow their career, do something meaningful with their life outside of sports and, That's one way to do it. It doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have to be into medical sales. Like, I don't care. You could use use a program program you don't have to. What I want you guys to do and gals to do is to spend time really, really thinking and testing out different ideas and thoughts and experimenting with things that you would like to do or interests that you have outside of your um, athletic career. Because at some point that is going to come to fruition and you don't want to start off at square one right? Like I've got a lot of buddies who played professional baseball and some of them have landed on their feet and are doing well, but a lot of them struggle right after, right after they exit uh, pro ball. And it's because if they haven't spent any off time developing skill sets, getting work experience, figuring out how to make a cold call, how to follow up with somebody, how to put a business plan together, how to spend your time on a daily basis when nobody's looking. Like, you start back at zero, like you're on par with everybody else. Now you might have some intangibles being a former athlete, right? Like I've hired some college, I haven't hired former pro athletes, I've hired college athletes. And so they have, in my mind, somewhat of a leg up because I, you know, going through that process, I think college athletes, they're certainly going to bring some intangibles to the table that maybe somebody else that hasn't played sports might not have, or at least not as well developed, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be good at the job, right? In effect, you're all going to start at square one whenever your career is over. So that's why, in my mind, it's so important to spend your off time developing skill sets in areas of interest that you have. You know, if you want to, I don't know, if you want to be in sales, cool. But maybe you don't. Maybe you want to be an artist. Maybe you want to, you know, be a coder. Maybe you want to write code. Maybe you want to build websites. Maybe you want to build apps. I don't know what it, whatever interests you, like, it doesn't matter. What I'm frustrated by in myself is that I didn't spend any time figuring that out literally until after college. And then I feel like I'm 23 years behind the eight ball because there's other people who have taken advantage of the time that they have, identifying what they like, putting time in, investing time in, learning things. And they have unique skill sets that I didn't have and that I've I've had to cultivate and develop post-college. So um, yeah, I'll get off my soapbox. I hope that was helpful in some way for you guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. We'll see you on the next episode.